Hey everybody, Raimi here, and today we're gonna talk about biohacking. What is that? Why would anyone wanna do it? And I'm gonna tell you about my experience in it. So first of all, um, I've been doing what's been considered biohacking since I was like 14 years old, and now I'm 41. So I've been doing this for many, many years. And as you know, I'm a researcher, so I'm always reading research on this stuff. And basically what biohacking is, it's kind of the, the terminology is a new, somewhat new, um, we've been coming up with all these new terms for everything, um, but the practice of it is not new. And basically what it is, it's the ability to try to improve yourself, improve your body, improve your mind, improve your health, improve your lifestyle, improve everything around you. That's really what it is. But now we, you know, we came up with this term biohacking because, you know, people were doing things like injecting themselves with different like um, formulas and just all kinds of different stuff. So I'm going to talk about all the different things I've done things that I've learned from research over many, many years through trial and error, where I am. And one of the biggest things I want to say is what I'm doing is not necessarily what you should be doing either. I like to, I love hearing about what other people are doing because it gives me an idea of how to, you know, change things for myself. All right, so let me talk about everything I'm doing. And a lot of this stuff is like things you do in your daily life and everyone is doing some of these things, but I want to go through it. I'm going to talk about what I'm doing and why I'm doing it. So first thing I guess I would want to mention and talk about would be diet. So diet is extreme and it's probably like if I had to pick like the big one thing, if someone says I want to be a biohacker, I would say one of the first things you need to work on is your diet. Are you eating healthy? And are you eating what's meant for you? And I'll explain what that means. So first of all, diet. I've tried many diets throughout the years. Um, you know, there are big popular ones now like paleo and keto and all this stuff, you know, um, and you know, people were doing those 20 years ago, they maybe just called them something different. So th these diets aren't necessarily new things. Um, it's just that people are have you know branded them and things like that. So let me talk about what I think about diet. So diet is kind of like talking about religion. Um, you tell someone one thing and there's a whole group out there that's like very much against it because they found like, you know, there can be like 20 excellent research studies on a topic in health in like dieting and there will be one poorly done research study that's published and people will cling on to that one research study in order to make their case that whatever they're trying to argue for is correct. So just keep that in mind. In general, for diet, things that I personally focus on. A, I don't really eliminate anything. I'm not a big fan of elimination. Um, I'm a big fan of, of eating more of something and less of something, but I'm not a huge fan of saying like no carbs. I'm a fan of that there are reasons why you would eat lower carbs, like if your insulin is high, um, but I'm not a fan of just saying no carbs or no meat or no this or no that. Um, I follow a lot of basically very much Mediterranean slash blue zone dieting. Um, and basically what that means is that I try to eat a lot of whole healthy foods. So I try to avoid processed. It's not that processed is always bad, but a lot of processed foods are heavily processed um, and very bad for you. So I try to just eat a lot of whole foods. What does that mean? Let me walk you through things that I would eat. Lots of fruits and vegetables, um, like focusing on the vegetables part. Um, I will not eat anything like pasta or bread or anything like that, but I will eat some grains like oatmeal or quinoa. 
Um, I will eat meat occasionally, but not a lot. It's not really included in every single day of my meal, but maybe like once a week I'll have fish or once every two weeks I'll have some kind of meat, um, but it's a very, and it's portions. Um, but the real trick with a diet is really just to make sure that you're not eating unhealthy things and that you're eating healthy things. That's the basic standard. You know, everyone's diet's gonna be slightly different based on what they need. Like some people do really need significantly lower carbs and some people probably need a little more fat and protein and, and there's like combinations of that. Um, but the main key is don't eat foods that are bad for you. Pastas, breads, sugars, candies, a lot of those high sugar, very high processed foods like lunch meats with lots of nitrates, sausages, things like that. If you're going to choose meat, choose nice, you know, healthy meats like a piece of fish that is hopefully like wild caught, that kind of thing. It's not very difficult. I just like to tell people I eat a whole foods diet. I try to eat like real food. I don't try to eat a lot of processed things. I think just doing that, cutting out foods that aren't whole, is it probably a 100% diet that most people are eating. Um, now, if you're a huge dieter and you're eating all this stuff, you know everything I'm talking about. You know what's great for you, whether that's low carb, whatever it is you're trying to do, great. I applaud that good. Okay, so some other things about eating though that I wanna include. Because besides just eating like whole foods and trying to eat healthy, I make sure that I have enough water. I don't really drink anything else besides tea and um, decaf coffee. I, caffeine does not do well for me, so I don't have it, uh, but it could for other people. Um, but I try to drink lots of water throughout the day. Um, I want to say like eight glasses of water, but it, that varies by person. There is no like, that's just a good average you hear, um, but it's what you need. Um, I do take vitamins, so I basically only really take a fish oil and a multivitamin and a vitamin C. What I usually recommend to people if they ask me like, oh, like they're talking to me about diet stuff, should I be taking a vitamin or not? What I usually like to say is write down, like one of the things I love to do is every few months, because I don't do this all the time because it's a big pain, find an app on your phone. I like Chronometer because it's free, at least enough of it's free and it breaks down your vitamins. And I write down, I measure out and write down every single thing I eat for like three to five days. So I get a good baseline of my average diet. That helps me know if I'm eating enough calories, too little or too less. Also breaks down like, am I getting enough vitamins? Like I found from my basic diet that I don't really get enough of every single essential vitamin that I need. So what I've done is I made sure that my multivitamin includes those vitamins so that I have them all. But I highly suggest doing that before you like just go out and buy a bunch of supplements. I'm not a big fan of supplements. And I always suggest going to someone's doctor and making sure you can like, if you're changing your diet, you can actually do it. The other thing that I do, there's been a significant amount of research on fasting and intermittent fasting. I do practice intermittent fasting. And ironically, I don't really practice it on purpose. Um, it just happens to be the way I eat. So typically, I usually fast for around 14 to 16, maybe 17 hours per day. How do I do that? Well, just it's just my daily schedule. I usually don't eat breakfast until 9 a.m. And then I eat until about 4 to 5 p.m every single day. So somewhere I eat breakfast maybe 8 45, 9 o'clock in the morning. Then I eat usually lunch around 11, 12 o'clock. I'll have another snack around one or two. And then I'll usually eat dinner at like four or 4.30. 
and be done by 5 p.m. and that's it and that's 16 that'll be 16 hours of fasting every single day that's just my schedule um, it just works for me and after I eat dinner I don't eat again until the following morning so I, I intermittent fast every single day lots of good research coming out about that so I'm really curious to see more long-term studies on it but I don't think it's a bad practice um, all right so there's diet so I focus on diet exercise I've been a huge fan of exercising um, since I was in, you know, 10th, 11th grade. Um, really into, I used to be into bodybuilding, even though I'm totally not built for it. I'm, you know, I don't have the genetics for bodybuilding, but I love exercising. I love lift. I do two forms of exercise, which are, and uh, that's, I, I lift weights and I do some form of cardio. That's some form of cardio can be running, biking, surfing, swimming, whatever it, whatever it is. But I try to exercise a minimum of three to five days per week. You know, I really focus on, you know, how many minutes do I exercise and what heart rate zones I'm in. So I really try to focus on what's happening with my heart rate while I exercise and where am I. But I always try to lift weights two to four times per week. Um, and I try to make sure that I do cardio about three to five days per week. And I try to make sure I'm very varied. I always switch up my, switch out my lifting workouts pretty much every three months. I change it up. Um, as far as cardio, like yesterday I ran hard today. I ran light. Um, so I try to vary those up as well. Or sometimes I'll bike next day. I'll run then maybe I'll surf next day. I'll swim, but I try to change it up a lot to give my, you know, make sure that my body's, you know, really switching it up. If you're new to working out or exercising and you're not sure what to do, I highly suggest you find a good, like, trained um, trainer, like maybe a good physical therapist that has a master's degree and is very good in exercise science to help you come up with a good workout plan for yourself. Regular trainer, like Gold's Gym, probably not. I don't always trust what they're going to tell you to do. Um, and notice I'm not going into details in any of these in what I'm talking about today. Um, I'm just trying to tell you the basic stuff that I do. Um, I'll go into details other times when I talk about various things. Um, next thing. So there's diet, exercise, stress management. Huge, huge, huge important. Um, very important. People do all kinds of different things like they meditate, um, just take breaks, just stretch. Um, I have lots of hobbies, so my big stress management thing is hobbies. I'm into art. I love drawing and painting most nights of the week. Um, I play guitar, which I love practicing Like as I start to wind down my day. I play video games, which can help me um, at night like wind down if that's what I choose to do that day. Throughout the day, I will take breaks. I'll go outside, sit in the sun for a couple minutes, um, just relax. I will try to stretch when I can. I'll try to meditate when I can, but I don't get to do those as often as I like. But you need to find what works for you and how you can actually take breaks throughout the day and recognize that stress management is significantly important to longer life, which much research has shown that stress is, is there's a healthy level and a bad level. And you need to figure out where that balance is for you. Next thing, sleep. Sleep is super important. I believe in having a routine, nighttime routine, to make sure that you're gonna actually fall asleep and um, sleep well. I am a firm believer in having a very dark room when you sleep to make sure that there's not light. Um, I use a light white noise maker to help keep just 
simple sounds like the dripping of a faucet or something like that out of my ears, but I would hear any, you know, I have kids, so I, I would easily hear them running down the hallway, calling for me, that kind of stuff. But I'm a huge fan of getting a good night's sleep and making sure that the room's the correct temperature for me and that I have the correct blankets for me and that I have the correct pillow for me. And just finding out what all that stuff really is and making sure that I you know, what is my nightly routine? You know, I make sure that I read before bed. It gets me tired and I fall asleep. All right, next thing. So that's sleep, which is a big thing to focus on. Mouth health, teeth. Brushing your teeth, flossing your teeth. Next big things that I consider biohacks. Um, when you don't do this, we actually form all this bacteria in our mouth. And what happens is our immune system starts fighting that bacteria. Um, if we're not flossing and brushing every day um, and we're actually hurting our immune system by not flossing our teeth. So huge fan of going to the dentist every six months and flossing and brushing and taking care of teeth problems. All right. Next thing. So one of the interesting things that I see a lot of people looking at is like, should I be tracking my sleep and my heart rate and my heart rate variability and all this stuff like through biometrics with like all kinds of different things. Like there's rings, there's uh, chest straps that you can wear. There are various different kinds of watches from Apple, Garmin, all kinds of different companies, Aurora Ring, um, all kinds of different biometrics that you can track. Um, I've been tracking my biometrics for many years now. Um, I have all kinds of data compiled, all kinds of charts and statistics and things I can look at. And when I reflect back, um, some of the data is kind of cool to look at, but is it useful? <laughs> and I'm not quite so sure it is. Um, I'm not sure it really helps me with too much. Um, if you're aware of what's happening in your body and around you, like. I'm doing things like let's say I'm trying to improve my sleep and I'm doing things. Do I need a sleep tracker to tell me that my sleep was improved or can I just pretty much know like, hey, I'm sleeping better <laughs> like that kind of thing or like do I need a fitness gauge to tell me that my fitness is improving or maybe I just ran up three flights of stairs and I'm not tired anymore and I know my fitness is getting better. Um, do I need like a measurement of my HRV, like a readiness measurement every morning to tell me if I feel good or feel like working out or not? Or do I just like, no, I don't feel great that morning. So I'm a little, I like the biometric stuff. I think it's interesting, but I'm not sure how actually useful it necessarily is. The one measurement I do think is very useful that I believe everyone should keep track of is their heart rate, their resting heart rate and their heart rate and their heart rate during recovery. Um, so a simple Apple Watch, any Garmin for a hundred bucks, anything that measures your heart rate. A, you should know what your heart rate is. It can tell you a lot about your health. If you see like erratic behavior in your heart rate, it can tell you if you have things like AFib, um, super important. Um, also like as you work out, your resting heart rate should go down. And I mean like over months, like if you start working out, and if you're unhealthy, your resting heart rate might be up and high, like over 100 beats or up there. You know, like my resting heart rate's down around between 48 and like 51. So, you know, just knowing that and being able to watch the trend of my resting heart rate over many months and years is very interesting and I think does provide me with some information about my health in general. Um, the other statistics and metrics you can get from all these devices, I'm not so sure are tell me much. I do think like if you're like trying to keep track of your uh, 
steps and you're like, I want to hit 10,000 a day and that's a good goal. I think that kind of stuff is great. Like, or like just tracking your workouts. Like it's nice to see, oh, I ran this many miles on average per week this year. I think that stuff is great. I'm talking about like the HRV and that kind of stuff. But I do always track my workouts and stuff. I think that's beneficial for myself. But as far as like, do I need to measure my readiness each morning or track my stress on an app? Um, it's all kind of like, I know it. So I don't need to track it. It's like, I don't need to see it there. I already know it. Um, okay, things I do for my mind. I play video games. I think that it's great solving Rubik's Cube, playing video game, anything like problem solving puzzle, anything like that, I think is awesome for your mind. But I'm also a professor. I'm always reading new things, learning all the time. I'm always pushing my mind to new limits continuously. I don't watch a lot of TV, um, but then again, I have other habits. So like I do play video games, but I feel like they're helping me problem solve consistently, which I love. Um, I try to get out in the sun, as I, or I think I already mentioned this a little bit, try to get out in the sun at least once a day for like a quick 15 minutes over lunch just to get that vitamin D, get the sunshine. It's great to be outside, helps your eyes adjust if you're staring at screens all day. Um, I've more, recent, more recently been blocking blue light, another thing, blocking blue light on my computers um, and all my devices. Blue light is great for you in the day, but too much of it was actually causing me headaches. Um, so now I've just turned it off my, it lowered it on all my screens, computer, phone, just permanently. And especially at night, I've got some blue light glasses um, and things like that. Um, I do think it's very beneficial to monitor and test out how much blue light you're actually getting and turn it down. So I think it's very worthwhile to monitor what your blue light's doing and go through and see if it actually affects you. Now, that's basically like all the different things that I do in my life, I think. Um, pretty sure that's about all of them. Um, probably some more here and there, but those are like the big things. Um, I could walk through like my entire day, how I do everything, um, but those are the main things, things that I'm focusing on. I know I didn't go into too much detail. I just wanted to hit like the main points. So let me talk about them again. Um, if you're considering like this biohacking and you're not sure where to start. My big things would be diet, exercise, stress management, sleep, and focusing on your health, like things like your teeth. Those would be like my big, if I had to list, like what you should be focusing on, what you should be doing, focus there. Um, be very wary of lots of blogs telling you what you should eat and whatnot. I, there's a lots of mixed information out there about diet some of it's good, some of it's bad, some of it's relying on like just one study that's maybe wasn't done too well and they're trying to dismiss all the rest because of this one, um, you know. And, you know, I firmly believe that improving yourself can help you be happier and can help you feel better about yourself, um, can potentially increase your lifespan, maybe a little bit, maybe significantly, um, maybe it can hold off disease or not. You know, a lot of that's impacted by like your, you know, are you susceptible to pollution and other things around you? And are you doing other things? Um, but those are the basic things that I do. Thank you very much.